good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on this Thursday, the fifth day of December 2019. I'm Nick. There's Big J. I'm right here. Big J, how are you, buddy? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Saw a good movie last night. Feeling pretty good about myself. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a, it's good. You're feeling good about yourself. Although something weird happened. Uh, you noticed that yesterday when we were recording the podcast, I was standing. Yeah. During the movie. Your butt hurts. No. During the movie, I laughed at something and like I felt a pop in my back. That's not good, right? Oh, that's a hernia. And, uh, and right? I don't know. I don't think that's a hernia. It was, uh, it was like in the middle of my back. It wasn't in like the bottom of it. And like it was like a cracking, and it was like, oh, maybe that's good because I've had been having some back problems. It's not good. Wait, you heard cracking after the pop? No, I did not hear cracking after the pop. I just heard it was like one of those things where it was just like like well, you a, just said cracking. Did I? Yeah. Well, it was like a. It, it was in the middle of my back, not towards the bottom. I guess is what I wanted to say. Not, not necessarily cracking, but it was like a. I don't know. It was like a reshuffling, and I thought, oh, hey, maybe that's a good thing because I had some back issues last couple weeks and it's not a good thing no, there's sucks. never a good thing when you hear that noise <laughs> uh and i thought maybe it was like the perfect combination of the way i was sitting because i wasn't exactly in the chair like it was kind of slouching down a little bit and then like i laughed and so i thought maybe it was like the angle uh and then i uh i don't know it's just not good i don't like it i don't like it at all welcome to the party pal Thanks, man feels good or the opposite of that one of the two during the course of the show today, Big J will give you a nerd alert. We are going to talk a little bit about the movie we saw last night called Knives Out. we got a full podcast that will be released today that you can check out at xrock.com if you would like to. Check it out right now if you want. Oh, it's up? Yep. Look at you, dude. We also have tickets to Hell Yeah Nonpoint and Static X as well that we will give away during the course of the show today. So we're going to keep it busy. We're going to keep it awesome. And we're going to keep it moving with some important stuff right now. It's the news! It's the news! Important stuff. Launch news feed. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. America, Big J. America! It is a wonderful country in which we live, and uh, one that, for the most part, lets you get by with some stuff. <laughs> like what stuff? Uh, like, uh, like lying on your resume. Oh, yeah, that happens. Well, it's poo-pooed on, and it certainly could cost you a gig. There's one thing that you can say in this country, lying on the resume will not get you a jail sentence. Well, uh, Australia is not the same way. 45-year-old Australian woman was sentenced to one year in prison yesterday for lying on her resume. She did so in order to get a $185,000 a year job. Veronica Thoreau pled guilty to charges of deception, dishonesty, dealing with documents, abuse of public office, and was given a 25-month sentence, 12 months of which were not eligible for parole. She applied to be the chief information officer for the Department of the Premier and Cabinet with a resume that had a false education background and references and an embellishment in work history. She also pretended to be one of her references when a recruiter called during the hiring process. Thoreau got the job and was in for about a month before her mental health declined and the truth about her fraud was discovered. Now she's in jail. Maybe because it was a government job and, you know, she probably had her hands on some... Yeah, you would think that would be, like, a, a federal crime. It is. You've got to be pretty serious in Australia because they're filled with criminals. But, well, they used to be anyway. Uh, but I wonder how that, I mean, I, listen, I, I'm guessing it happens all the time. Oh, I know somebody who's lied on the resume that was hired here. What, for real? Yeah. I'm not going to reveal who, <laughs> but this person spilled their guts and told me everything. 
I mean everything about the stuff they did. It was incredible. You uh, should have seen my face. Wow. Yeah. Now, is that was that person is that person good at their job? Currently? No. Well, I mean I can't say. They don't work here anymore. Okay. Were they good when they were here? No, not really. <laughs> In some aspects, yes, but the rest of the stuff, it was pretty clear right away. All right. I don't think you noticed, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, either way, it's uh, it's not good. So, be careful. But it's not going to end you in jail, at least. Just really bad at your job, probably. Mets are in negotiations to sell up to 80% of their team to Steve Cohen, according to Bloomberg News. The report said the sale would value the MLB team at $2.6 million. That can't be right. There's got to be a misprint in that story. They're worth billion. Yeah, two billion. 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 That makes sense. Two point six billion. The Mets confirmed the talks in the statement Wednesday, which said that principal owner Fred Wilpon will remain in his current role for five years, and his son will also remain the chief operating officer for the next five years. After that, Cohen, who's already an investor with the Mets, would control the franchise. Cam Newton going to have surgery on his left foot this week, according to Perry Fuel, who is the interim coach for the Carolina Panthers. Newton hurt his foot in the preseason but was able to start two games in the regular season before being placed on injured reserve. And so we'll see how long that goes. Why wait so long? Why not get it done right away? That's a great question. I mean, he's been on IR for a couple weeks. It's a really good question. Why he's doing it now. Unless they weren't sure if it was going to have to happen, and sure enough, it did. That's the only explanation I can see. Or they were trying to do some sort of different kind of rehab with it and then finally realized that it's not working. Let's get it surgically repaired. Zoltan from Five Finger Death Punch was talking to Billboard magazine in a new interview about the band's upcoming album F8 and says it represents a rebirth for the 13-year-old band. He said, quote, there's a lot to say, a lot to prove. It's like a new band in a way. It's progressing. It's a rebirth. It's transcendent. Uh, Zoltan told us that the LP's title, F8, is a reflection of the band looking inward for subject matter instead of looking out towards the world for other things. Every record is some way a commentary of the time. This time, it was about the band. This time, it wasn't a political or social commentary. This time, it wasn't about what's happening in the world. It was about the band, what we went through and who we were as people and who we are as people at this moment, who we are as a band at this moment. So it was very much a personal record for everybody. Over the past couple of years, uh, Five Figure Death Punch has dealt with ongoing addiction issues with Ivan, uh, a legal battle with its own label, departure of Jeremy Spencer, their drummer, who left in 2018 due to a chronic back injury, who was replaced by Charlie Ingen. f is going to come out on February 28th, and it's been preceded by the first single, Inside Out, which you can hear on the X. band recently announced a, a bunch of dates for the new spring North American tour. Trek kicks off uh, April 8th in Sunrise, Florida, winds down May 20th in St. Paul, Minnesota. So, they're busy, and this time, it's personal. Cheers. Gaming Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. How seriously does Disney take keeping plot points and devices secret before they are ready to be fully revealed? Pretty damn serious. So much so that they had to wait until after The Mandalorian premiered on Disney Plus to start churning out Baby Yoda merchandise. Safe to say that cost them a uh, decent penny or two. However, now you can grab that Baby Yoda stuff, but the lack of choices certainly plays to the time crunch for the holidays. A plush toy, Funko Pop figurine, a puzzle, and a whole bunch of shirts can be found at various retailers, including Amazon. And uh, speaking of The Mandalorian, while each episode has been available on Friday, a divergence in the Force will force 
an early release of Episode 7 on Wednesday, December 18th. What? As it has a direct tie into the rise of Skywalker. Oh, man. Oh, man. And and thereafter, I think there's going to be some stuff that has to do with it. So look out for that. I mean... But how? How? Well, I mean, the the rise of Skywalker takes place so far after. I guess you're going to have to be paying attention on Wednesday the 18th, huh? All right. Get okay. up early. Okay. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Damn. 5, Nick. It's the game that keeps giving, even six years after its original release. Hard to believe, as most games might get support for a couple years, continues to be a cash cow for Take-Two Games, who owns Rockstar. Now, while the world begins to anticipate some sort of news of a new game yesterday, Rockstar Socials dropped a nugget that most GTA 5 online players have been anticipating, a new December downloadable content. From what the very short video reveals, the DLC will be adding to the Casino DLC that came out in July with more heists and lots of revenge. No word on when it will come out. It could be at any moment. So we'll see you in the mean streets of Los Santos. I need a crew. So uh, if you're an Xbox gamer and you play GTA 5 online, please uh, hit me up at BigJXRock.com. Hey, uh, have you enjoyed the casino? Uh, yeah, I, you know, here's the problem. is is The casino DLC, uh, I haven't had a chance to play it yet because oh. you, have to ha- you have to do it with more than one person. And I tried to do it with a rando uh, online and it did not work out. It never works out for oh. me. <laughs> so you, that's why I'm like, you need people you know. Uh, to be able to communicate, and most people are playing online without a mic, or if they do, they're real jerks. So having a crew to do a couple of these missions would be great, because I've been doing a lot of other stuff, but um, yeah, this is going to be a big deal. It could be just a couple weeks away okay. for this, so look for that. Now, this is something I didn't anticipate happening, Nick. Star Wars Battlefront 2. It's still a game. It's still working. It is? Yeah. And we'll soon be getting Star Wars The Rise of the Skywalker content and a new celebration edition that includes all past and upcoming free game updates and a ton of new customization options. Revealed by EA, Star Wars Battlefront 2 Celebration Edition will be released digitally on PlayStation X, well, all the, all the uh, platforms for $39.99. Oh, of course. And then existing Battlefront 2 players can upgrade for a discounted price of $24.99. Woohoo! And this new Celebration Edition includes all the following uh stuff uh the rise of skywalker update will go live and brings with it in addition the infiltrator class sith trooper uh, the first order uh new aerial reinforcement called first order jet trooper and a new gunner and spy unit for the resistance that it, uh, new alien species also from the rise of the skywalker so they're going full in here on uh tying this in new hero appearances from finn ray and kylo ren inspired by the uh, rise of skywalker will also be included in the celebration edition and can be purchased separately with credits of crystal very disappointed in battlefield 2 only because i enjoyed it like crazy when i first played it i loved going online and playing it it's one of the few games that i did that with and was really good at it but they promised when the game came out there was going to be additional campaign stuff that was going to come and it never came yeah never the campaign stuff never comes. it never came and it sucks because it was a really good story and a really cool thing that i wanted to have some sort of conclusion to or at least the further adventures of and none of that happened and it just kind of left you hanging and that sucks. Yeah, and you know, the sucky thing about it is the, the stuff that you want to do, you want to go around with the lightsaber and do Star Wars Jedi stuff is impossible to get while you're playing. You yeah. know what I mean? So it makes it no fun. That's why Jedi Fallen Order is so dang cool, but also has its own challenges, but is obviously a game that has been, um, uh, according to critics, uh, one of the best games that's come out in many years. You've come around on it? Oh, it's great. It's just not, I'm not good at it. Gotcha. Well, you will be. It takes nah, some time. I don't think so. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your nerd alert. You're up to date on all the gaming and techie news. I'm Morning After with Nick and Big J. If you're on social media, we've all had friends that have done this. Hell, maybe you've even done this yourself. You said, listen, there's just too much negativity. I need to take a break. I'm surrounded by it. I need to be happier. I can't be around all this garbage and trash and just mess. I'm going to unplug, and then I'll be back in a few weeks. Guys, if you need me, hit me on my hip. Ten minutes later, another post. Posting a political rant. Uh, But if you think that giving up social media might make you happier, guess what? It does not. University of Kansas researchers had some study participants give up Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter for an entire month. They ultimately found out that the group that abstained from social media was absolutely no happier at all than the control group that used social media as usual. What a bummer. It echoes the findings uh, of a study from earlier this year which determined that social media use had a very bad or little to do with with, uh, people's life satisfaction rating for any given year. Still, it's not a bad idea to take a break from social media. Because another study found that people who spent more than three hours a day using it tended to sleep less compared to those who use social media less frequently. But it's not going to improve your quality of life. If you're miserable, you're just going to be miserable yeah. without... Yeah, you're a miserable person. Without venting. You probably bring it on yourself. If you're angry and have all these things and are surrounded by stuff, it ain't going to make you any happier to get off of it. In fact, probably sometimes you're able to vent on other people's posts. Yeah. Yeah, if you're a racist Nazi posting stuff on uh, social media, chances are you're just going to be still a terrible person even without it. Right. Uh, it's just a lot less people know about it. But it doesn't make it any better for you. So there's that. I mean, you can play the holier-than-thou card and go, I'm, I'm better than you because I'm not on social media. That's fine. But it ain't going to make you feel any better. I wonder if people. I wonder if there's anybody who who's never done social media. That's not the age of seventy five. Uh, my stepfather. Okay, he's so, in his fifties. He has no interest in it. He he doesn't even have a smartphone. Not, yeah, and he's not afraid to share his opinion. No, I know he he's got plenty of so, them. So I mean, it would be interesting to know if his life is better without it. I don't know. I well than, than if he had it. He doesn't know a world with it, so I'm not sure he would have any idea. Tim's a guy who should have a podcast. Right, because he's definitely got opinions. He should do it, and he's not afraid to share them, but he's also like, he's... He's running a successful business. Yeah. He's too busy for it. He doesn't have he doesn't see the interest in it. He doesn't care. The people that he connects to, he enjoys connecting to in person or talking to them on the phone. He still has a flip phone. He doesn't know what a smartphone does. God bless him. And he doesn't care to know. Because he just does this stuff. And so I can just hear him talking right now. <laughs> I love him. And so he seems perfectly content. Uh I'm not sure if he would be less so if he would be on Facebook or not, but Mount West Conference revealed its annual postseason awards yesterday. Boise State football team cleaned up. Curtis Weaver named the Mount West Defensive Player of the Year. Cornerback and punt returner Avery Williams, the Mount West Special Teams Player of the Year. And true freshman George Halani was named the Mountain West Freshman of the Year. So congratulations to the Broncos players. They're going to put those awards on the line this weekend, baby. Two days away from the Mountain West Championship game, hopefully... They leave with the crown. Agree or disagree? Yeah, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely will. Cam Newton's going to have surgery on that foot of his. That's kept him out for most of the season. Finally. 
So we'll see where that goes. He's still in a contract for the Panthers. Everybody seems to believe that they're done, but, you know, he's got to be cut or traded or something in order for that team to actually move on from them. Daniel Craig is back as James Bond in what he, he has said is the last time. Friends got a taste of what they'll see in No Time to Die when a trailer dropped yesterday. In it, Bond encounters Latasha Lynch's agent, Naomi, who says the world has moved on, Commander Bond, and she wants him to stay in his lane. And if he if he gets in her way, she's going to put a bullet in his knee, the one that works. Ouch. He also Ouch. encounters the villain, uh, Safin, played by Rami Malek. Christoph Waltz makes an appearance as well. Uh, no Time to Die and lands on yeah, April the 8th. Why don't you just play the, uh, the trailer so everybody can hear the audio? Well, no. As you describe it play-by-play. Play. I'm not play-by-play. Play. I just told you who popped up in it. And there's two and a half minutes left of that to you go. disgust me. Check it out for yourself. There's a very funny scene in it as well. I laughed out loud heartily at the trailer. Some comedy in it. It is pretty funny. So... Check it out for yourself and get ready to go. April 8th is when the movie comes out in theaters. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Let's preface this story by saying, Big J, I would say a vast, overwhelming majority of medical professionals are very good at what they do. I would say more than not. Yeah. Yeah. Takes a lot of hard work to get to where they are. Usually they're doing it for all the right reasons. Hippocratic oath, etc., etc. But man, oh man, when you find one that decides that they don't want to do that kind of stuff, usually it's just a laundry list of horror stories. And we've got one. We've got one in Anchorage, Alaska. Uh-oh. Oh, man. And it's a dentist. And it's not good. It's a dentist that is in a uh, anti-dentite lawsuit currently named Seth Lookart. And according to the 27 witnesses so far that have come forward, Seth has been a fairly poor dentist since 2015. Apparently, he worked for Alaska Dental Arts. He started there in 2015. And he's one of those guys that started out working the system. How do you work the system, Big J? Well, you're familiar with uh, with Medicaid, yes? Yes. That pays for people that have, uh, you know, insurance needs or disabilities or things like that. Well, what would happen was Seth found a little angle that he basically would sedate patients that didn't need sedation if they had Medicaid because that gave them an opportunity to charge Medicaid $500 for a procedure that they really didn't need. Right. So he was sedating a lot of people. And the Medicaid people were like, hey, cool, that's that's all right. I mean, you know, no harm, no foul. I'm not paying for it. And uh, there was no pain for any of the services. Everything was fine. So this went on for about three years, and it was good. But Seth was like, man, there's got to be more money in this, right? Yeah, what other things can I do to people to yes. get Medicaid money? And then he's like, what if I start pulling teeth that don't need to be pulled? Oh, man. And then I can charge them for extractions? Maybe, just maybe, I could follow that up with dentures that weren't needed. And then I could make poorly fitting dentures so that they have to keep coming back for adjustments and things like yeah. that. He's like, yeah, you're like Apple now. This is it. They're phones. This is it. This is what I do. I yank teeth out of people's heads that don't need their teeth yanked out of. And I put bad dentures in there. And I do it. Well, of course, it took a little bit. But everybody started seeing each other in the waiting room. And they're like, hey, you've got poor fitting dentures too? Me too. Yeah, none of the teeth that he pulled out of my face seemed to hurt. 
It was really weird. And now I've got dentures that don't fit, and I've got to come back here eight times in the last six yeah, weeks. Dentures. Right. Uh, with many of them saying they couldn't talk, they couldn't eat. They couldn't even keep the dentures in their mouths. That's how big and misplaced they were. Man. And then uh, he was doing, and then things got weird, Big Jay. Er? Yes. Like, for instance, according to at least three witnesses, Seth would get up on a hoverboard, balance, and then pull people's teeth out of their heads. Like no. He on, yes, he was on a hoverboard what? pulling teeth. He called himself the hover dentist and was pulling teeth he out of people's is, heads. He's lost his mind. Correct. He. This is like an episode of Northern Exposure, dude. <laughs> Correct. The hover dentist, he said. As he would yank out the teeth that you didn't need yanked out of your face and have some fun with it. Uh, finally, after seven different complaints, the medical board decided to do some investigating and found out, sure enough, uh, looking at x-rays and things, that a whole bunch of these people had teeth pulled out of their face that they didn't need pulled out of their face. Those and are teeth so, you can't put back in. Correct. And so now uh, they have a bunch of people just basically lined up testifying against him in court, which he was sure to be found guilty. The trial started on November 12th. It's been going ever since then. With the judge basically listening to 27 different people tell them horror stories about how they used to have teeth pulled out of him and how he once almost fell off his hoverboard and cut somebody's tongue while he was accidentally doing stuff. I mean, I'm surprised was- that nobody's killed this guy. It's bad news, man. It is bad I mean, it's news. Alaska. Those people lose it. They don't mess around. They're not happy about it, I'll tell you that right now. And so he's probably going to get his, uh, well, he's definitely going to get his license suspended and probably go to jail as well for a bunch of unnecessary medical procedures. So... Uh, If you are a medical professional and you treat your patients with respect and do the job that you are supposed to do, hey, maybe you don't hear it enough. Thanks. Thanks for not being an evil jerk. Thanks for not uh, using me as your personal experiment in money. Yeah. ATM. We know there's a lot of good good people out there that do this kind of stuff. Thanks for not being a jackass. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the (laughs) X-Rock. Maple Grove Pond One and Dick Stereo on 100.3 VX Rocks. Feels good to get somebody qualified, hopefully, for the 12 Guitars of Xmas. We're looking for Caller X right now, 208-287-1003. Going to give you a title. The title that we give you could be a movie that was on the Hallmark Channel at some point during their Christmas movie marathon, usually starring a B or C list celebrity, or... It could be just something that we have completely made up off the top of our heads. You have to decide. If you get it right, you qualify. If you get it wrong, you do not. But hopefully you do because the first drawing is going to be happening tomorrow at around 9 o'clock at night. So hopefully we want you to get some of these uh, three of the 12 guitars. Good morning, the X. Hey, how's it going? What's up, man? What's your name? Jake. All right, Jake, you're up first. We're playing the Hallmark Holiday Hustle. Big Jay's going to give you a title. You have to tell us if that's a real movie or just one that we made up, okay? Okay, perfect. Good luck. All right, here we go. Annie Claus is coming to town. Oh, uh, I'm going to go, it's made up. Big J, is it made up or is it real? No, it is real. That's a real stupid movie, Jake. Starring Vivica A. Fox. Ah, we are sorry, dude. That one was a hard one because you you think about that and you go, there's just no way they're going to make a movie called that. But they, in fact, did. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, and so it (laughs) did air on the Hallmark Channel. Jake, I'm sorry you don't qualify this morning, but we still think you're fantastic. 
And you have several other chances you to get in the run. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You, uh, once you're in, you're in for the entire month. But you certainly, if you don't get through and figure it out the first time, you have plenty more chances. Uh, three more times today to qualify with Jason, Adam, and Randy as well. So make sure you keep listening for your chance to get in on the 12 Guitars of Xmas presented by Dick Stereo and Music Corner Inside Palm 1. If you're looking for what the 12 guitars are, you can check them out on all the social medias. XRock.com has them as well. But we're going to start giving these things away tomorrow. The first three people are going to have their draft picks. We'll tell you which first three are gone come Monday. Here's traffic. All right, let's step inside the Idaho Lottery Traffic Center. It is time to check in with CB. It's slow on eastbound 94 in Nampa between the Karcher Midland Interchange. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. There's a new safety precaution on Instagram. They will now require new users to provide birth dates. They announced this yesterday, making a shift from it previously only asking whether or not users were over the age of 13. However, like other social media platforms that already require birthdays, it won't make users do anything to prove that they're over 13. Just say that they are, you know? Sure. Spokesperson Stephanie Awe says that they don't want to exclude large number of users who may not be able to prove their age and added that trying to check identity documents is nearly impossible for a platform that has a billion monthly active users. But it came because family safety groups have criticized Instagram for uh, exposing children to inappropriate material, have pushed for child safety and data privacy regulations. NBC News also says the change clears way for Instagram to offer advertising to companies that sell age-restricted products like alcohol, which they weren't doing before, and now they can make more money this way, which is probably what it's really about. Yeah, when they can sell alcohol and ass. Yeah, like hell yeah wants you to do. I'm not sure selling was part of it, but... Either way, <laughs> you have an opportunity to check that out now. And if you're a new user to Instagram, you got to put in your birthday or lie about it. One of the two. Yeah, they just, you know, dudes. Okay, this isn't where you clip off ten years. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Your birthday's not going to show up. Mount West Conference revealed its annual postseason awards yesterday. Boise State football team did pretty well. Curtis Weaver was named the Mountain West Defensive Player of the Year. Junior cornerback and punt returner Avery Williams, the Special Teams Player of the Year. And true freshman running back George Halani was named the Freshman of the Year yesterday. That's a pretty good coup, yes? Yeah, except, you know, Coach Harson He's never won Coach of the Year, which seems a little ridiculous. Well, it's because of expectations. There's always going to be a team that does more yeah, than they thought. We mostly undefeated. Yeah, uh, first ever undefeated team in the Mountain West. Uh, but not good enough to be coach of the year because the team uh, came up from the depths that they didn't expect to do that. And that will always be the way. It's much like Bill Belichick never wins coach of the year in the NFL because they're expected to do well. You know, expectations, level. You know, when you go 11-1, and one, you're like, yeah, that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah, Actually, they're supposed to go 12-0. and 0. How come you're not undefeated all the way? That's what people get upset about. Cam Newton is going to have surgery on his left foot next week. That, according to the interim head coach of the Carolina Panthers, he hurt that foot in the preseason but was able to start a couple of games in the regular season before being placed on injured reserve. No details on the procedure or how long it will take for Newton to recover, but he's already on IR, so he was out for the year anyway. But there's no hope for him coming back. Yesterday, the press conference was officially held, basically announcing the thing that everybody already knew. Motley Crue is going back on tour. They're teaming up with Def Leppard, Poison, and special guests Joan Jett and the Blackhearts for a 22-day North American Stadium Tour next summer. Rolling Stone reported the trek, dubbed it the Stadium Tour, and they're basically playing all the big, gigantic football stadiums across the country. 
uh, or baseball stadiums, one of the two, depending on where they're going. But it's all big city stuff. Like as close as they get is Coors Field in Denver or T-Mobile Park in Seattle on August 30th or September 2nd. Nikki Six told us a while back that Motley Crue is happy to be back and make every show worth the fans' money if they're going to come out and spend money to play. We believe in, you know, uh, almost like a recession buster, meaning we've always said since we were kids, we, we want to give you the mo- the biggest show for the money. People need a, need a bigger show. They need to get their money's worth. We've always said that. You know, I want people to walk away and go, man, it's really hard right now financially, but I'm really glad I went to the show The trek marks Motley Crue's first date since 2015 in their farewell tour. The band had toured with Poison before in 2011. Def Leppard also teamed up with Poison for a string of shows in 2017, but the upcoming jaunt marks the first time all four acts have hit the road together for an extended tour. As predicted, Big J, the lineup will be Joan Jett, Poison, Motley Crue, and then Def Leppard headlining the actual uh, shows. So, there's that. Any interest? No. None at all, huh? No. People seem to be excited about it. Good for them. Uh, why? Not a Def Leppard fan? I just None of that seems like something I want to go travel and spend my money. If I'm going to go somewhere, I'm going to go see Metallica. Yeah. The greatest band in the world. <laughs> uh, but if you want to make the trek, tickets are going to go on sale soon. You just have to plan a road trip because they are hitting the big city baseball stadiums. That's the way it goes down for the crew reunion. Oh. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we got tickets for you. Hell yeah, it's coming to the Rev Center. Uh, that show is happening uh, next Thursday. And uh, it's fun. We're going to get you hooked up with a pair of tickets here. And you'll be qualified to meet and eat with the band. Our friends at Rock and Q Barbecue Food Truck are going to set up uh, out there. And uh, we're going to have some barbecue with the band. Hell yeah, it's something they love to do. Can't wait for that to happen. So you just need to beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. You're going to need to know a little bit of sports and a little bit of pop music. All right. You. Is it me? No, not you. You, you uh, You're going to need to know a little bit about Walt Disney. Oh, Jesus. This is would be his birthday today. I know nothing about Walt Disney. Well, it's going to be short then. Make up for yesterday. 208-287-1003 could be the easiest pair of Hell Yeah tickets you've ever won. All you have to do is get on the phone. Unless and, you won against me. Huh? Oh. And play Pop Culture Smackdown and get into running for this meet and eat. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, The X. Hey, what's going down? How you doing, buddy? What's your name? Ben. All right, Ben. Last year, who defeated the Los Angeles Rams to win their seventh Super Bowl? Oh, the Pats. Right. Nick, Walt Disney won 22 Academy Awards for short subjects, but what film earned his only Best Picture nomination? Oh, I actually know this one. It's uh, Beauty and the Beast. No. What are you talking about? Not even one of the nominees. <laughs> nope. What do you, it totally was nominated for right. Best Picture. It wasn't his movie, though. He would... He would. Oh, wait, wait, what, wait, wait. Hang on a second. What do you mean? Here it, are it your options. Walt Disney movie? Fantasia, Peter Pan... Or Mary Poppins. You mean when he was alive? Is that yeah. what you meant? Oh, I, well, I thought you meant the Walt Disney Company. But you mean Walt, Walt Di- Disney. Uh, I'll say Fantasia. No. Uh, okay. No, that's not right either. Wrong. It was right. Mary Poppins. <laughs> All right, Mary Poppins. But uh, look it up. Beauty and the Beast was nominated for Best Picture. Uh, several were after that. Uh, congratulations, man. Uh, I did get it wrong. You are good to go, and you are enjoying some Hell Yeah tickets, Ben. And plus, Nonpoint are going to be there as well at the uh, the Rev Center on the 12th, and you're qualified for that meet and eat. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you, and make sure you're set and good to go. 
Coming up in a few short minutes, we are going to do a run of headlines. That is next on the X Rocks. Time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Chili's Game Day, the last one of the year. It's the championship edition, and it's all happening on Saturday, noon to 2 p.m. We're going to be out at Chili's on Broadway. Jason Drew is going to be broadcasting live. We're going to be out there having fun, having a good time. Thanks to Volkswagen of Boise, Section 37 is going to be out there. Uh, We're going to have a big old tent set up there for you to enjoy some of the pregame festivities, plus Chili's and beer and all sorts of other stuff. It's happening. Might need to break out my old shirt. What shirt? Huck, Hawaii. No, that's right. Do you still have it? Somewhere, yeah. It's probably with the microphone you can't find. Uh, and so you have an opportunity for us to have a good time with you. Join us for Chili's on Broadway for Chili's Game Day happening this Saturday noon to 2 p.m. out there. Headlines are as follows. Big J, Lazy Bones, Hell Freezes Over, and Take That. Uh, Take That. After two packages were stolen from Missouri's family porch in less than a week from porch pirates, they decided enough was enough. The family from Hazelwood had security footage that showed it was the same thief that was coming to their porch and stealing packages that they had ordered online. The mother, who had asked not to be named, told NBC affiliate KDSK that the best way to deal with things is to have a good sense of humor about it, but she also wanted revenge. So what do you do, Big J? You crap in a box. Pretty close. The family decided to plant a package on their porch for the thief to steal, but... They put a bunch of their kids' dirty diapers in there and flipped them inside out, put them in an Amazon package, sealed them up, and put them at the door. A day later, sure enough, the thief returned, took the package full of crap. And the mom said, quote, she got the special surprise for my daughter, calling it some sort of justice. The family also turned their surveillance footage over to local police, who uh, arrested a female suspect on Sunday. The alleged thief, who is not being identified, has existing felony warrants, police said, so... She's in more trouble than she thought. Well, it's better than a bear trap, I guess. I suppose. Or the thing that explodes, like the confetti bomb or the glitter bomb. Remember the guy that did that? Yeah. With the porch pirates? So, yeah, that's one way to go for sure. Revenge Thanks, is Adam Sandler. <laughs> it's poop again. <laughs> Lazy bones or hell freezes over? Lazy bones. The average person will spend more than 78,000 hours of their lives in front of the television. Researchers determined that viewers watch an average of about 3,693 movies and 31,507 episodes of television. That amounts to a staggering 78,705 hours, according to new findings. As a result, the average adult will spend about 3,000 hours of their life deciding what the hell to watch. Of the respondents, three out of five said they would be lost without their television sets. Around 15% say they're frustrated about how many options are available for their home entertainment. Now with cable, smart television apps, streaming services, all competing for viewers' attention. How do you think you're doing, Big J? You think you're above the 78,000 hours already? Probably. Probably. Something you're proud of or no? Wow. I'm I'm, going to get into the 80, maybe 90,000 next week. That's right. Good luck. I wonder if they count computer time in front of that. I guess you would have to nowadays, right? Yeah. I mean, anytime you're watching something that's streaming, it counts as... Let's call it screen time. Perfect. Wrap it up with Hell Freezes Over. Big J, does Willie Nelson know something we don't? Or is the legendary country singer now in his 86th year on the planet just kind of sick of something? One thing is for certain, it's the end of the era. During a recent interview on a San Antonio television station, Nelson told the news station that he is done smoking marijuana. He says, quote, I've abused my lungs quite a bit in the past, so breathing is a little bit more difficult these days. i got to be careful. 
I mistreated myself since I was this big. Started out smoking cedar bark, and then I went from that to cigarettes to whatever, and that almost killed me, so I better take care of myself today than I did then. The news comes a few months after Nelson canceled a string of tour dates due to breathing problems, and it seems this decision is lung-related. But we have an update, Big J. Somebody has reached out to Willie Nelson, and he says, rest assured, Willie Nelson's not done with marijuana. Yeah, he's still high as, you know what? He's just done smoking it. You see, uh, Willie Nelson has quit smoking pot. He has not quit, quit ingesting pot. You understand? Mm-hmm. Everything is fine. Carry on. Willie Nelson still believes in pot. Everything's going to be okay. Willie, Willie. He's just not smoking it anymore. So now he's probably down in eight to ten edibles a day. And just high as a kite. God bless him. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. Here's traffic. How's the movie Knives Out? You can hear about it from us in a few minutes. Plus, we got your bad impressions on the way. But first, we're stepping inside the Idaho Lottery Traffic Center one final time. CD. We checked out a movie that is out in theaters called Knives Out for our Morning After the Movies podcast, which you can download and be a part of anytime you want to. It's available for you now on xrock.com or on the X app. If you want to tap the app and take advantage of that, you certainly can. And of course... It's all broken up into two different parts. The first part is completely spoiler-free for those of you that maybe want to check out the podcast to see if we recommend the movie. Before you go check it out, you won't get anything ruined for you at all. And then we have a a second part of the podcast in which we talk in great detail about the movie in spoiler versions and what we really liked and what we really didn't like about the movies. For those of us that have seen the movie all the way through and want to get into a uh, kind of in-depth discussion about it. But, Big J, for those that maybe want a spoiler of the first part of the podcast, how did you think about Knives Out? Uh, I hated it. Oh, my God. I know. It's terrible. No, no, I didn't. I loved it. I thought it was great and uh, a lot of fun. You know, you go into a movie like this and it's... It's refreshing because, yeah, a lot of the stuff we uh, we end up seeing these days is is very uh, franchised. So it, it, you're familiar with characters and you know stuff that's happening. This is one of those tales where it's out of the um, the realm of just kind of pure imagination and based off of you know a, 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 I would say the old detective novels. You know, it's a who did it kind of thing, and we didn't know much about it. I would put it in a pleasant surprise like Baby Driver a couple years ago. They even referenced Baby Driver in the movie. Um, I, they did? Yeah. I don't remember uh, that. We'll, we'll uh, that must have been... And here's the thing. This is a movie that you would probably, if you like it, going to see it multiple times because there's so much stuff you miss. There's a lot of dialogue, a lot of people laughing over each other uh, in the movie even uh, and yelling over each other. So there's a lot of little subtle things you miss, but it, it is fantastic. All the cast in here was amazing. Yes. It is a brilliant cast. It's a really good story. And it's one of those that, that kind of makes you restore your faith in movies because yes everything is so franchise or uh, non-IP oriented that that it's a spin-off of something or a remake of something that it makes you wonder are there anybody out there that is going to make original ideas and Ryan Johnson is like me and not only that but the uh, good people the general public have backed that up with actually spending money on it I mean it's made 75 million dollars already in in a week in release which is fantastic for a movie that probably put cost, I think, uh, yeah, the budget was $15 million. So, I mean, it's a, it's a bona fide, ridiculously huge hit, as well it should, should be. And uh, and I did look it up. We talked about it a little bit during the podcast. But uh, now there are some of his movies that I haven't seen. Uh, but I will say this. I have never seen a bad Daniel Craig movie. I haven't. 
uh, everything that he is in or he has chosen to bend in it has been really well, good. You, you loved Quantum of Solace, huh? I did. I liked all the James Bond movies. Okay. And so, not a whole lot of people do. I know, but I, I thought it was just fine. And, uh, well, it's, it, listen, is it the worst of the ones that he's made? Yes. Is it a bad movie? No, right. I don't think so. Yeah. And so uh, there's that. And now I haven't seen, like, I noticed I didn't see, like, the Invasion movie that he made with Nic- Nicole Kidman. I didn't see that one. Uh, but, like, Defiance, The Jacket, Logan Lucky, uh, this, uh, you know, all this stuff. I, I even liked uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, I thought it was, was a really great, good movie. He was great in and that. And so th- all these things that he's done I think is fantastic, and he is great in this movie. Anna de Armas is fantastic in this movie. Of all the people you've heard of, the one person that maybe you're like, who's that, is brilliant in this. And it's a really cool, really original story, and it'll keep you guessing the whole way, and it's certainly a different taste and twist on the whodunit, which maybe you think. Uh, so I, it's funny, it's entertaining, it's good, it's dramatic, it's got some action in it. It's a good movie. And, uh, it is Chris Evans. Uh, what a surprise he was. And yeah. uh, just, you know, go see it, check it out, and uh, enjoy yourself. And then, of course, you know, feel free to you know listen to the spoiler side of the cast. And and here's the thing, you know, we do this right after. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, traditionally, after we go through the movie, it's hard for me to get to sleep because I'm you know so processing. And there were so many things uh, I, I found I could I forgot to talk about during the podcast. I'm like, oh, damn it! All right, we'll talk about them off air so that we don't ruin the movie for anybody. So check it out for yourself. Check out the podcast before and afterwards as well. And uh, check out xrock.com for all the past episodes of Morning After the Movies while you're at it. We are going to do some bad impressions. That's happening next on the X-Rock. With Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, next week, uh, Static X is coming to town and they, it is going to be a tribute and celebration of Wayne Static. We'll get you set up with tickets for that if you can figure out bad impressions. Here's our phone number. It's 208-287-1003. Now, you want to be Caller X right now in order to play. Big J has prepared three clues. They point to somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is, then look at you, man. You're going to go check out Static X in exactly one week or less. So get on the phone and get it going. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Good morning. Good morning, sir. What's your name, please? What is it? Jesus. Jesus. Good luck. All right, Jesus. I combined my two best movies to name my production company, Happy Madison. Next one. Can you believe that I made Ridiculous Six for Netflix and wasn't trying to make it awful on purpose? Uh, next one. I had 50 first dates with Drew Barrymore. Oh, that's easy. It's Adam Sandler. Yeah, you're right. Good job, Jesus. Hang on one second, man. We'll hook you up with those Static X tickets for sure. Why is Adam Sandler in the news? Uh, he's, uh, you know what? This is probably the most unique approach to uh, to wooing the uh, Academy, as uh, he has uh, some serious words for Oscar voters this year, and that uh, if he doesn't win Best Actor for Academy Award for his role in Uncut Gems, he will do a movie that quote is so bad on purpose just to make you all pay unquote. <laughs> Clearly joking around, but that's no, I, I maybe he'll get the nomination. I don't think he's going to win, though. Uh, I haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, I've heard nothing but so, good things. Yeah. I haven't either, but it's he, still. Here's some of the movies, though. I'm like, he he made these, but it wasn't trying to make them terrible on purpose. Uh, Sandy Wexler. Never saw it. Unfreaking watchable, man. Ten minutes in. Uh, I didn't want to watch it, but I had to watch that for DV Dumbass. Uh, let's see. The Ridiculous Six was terrible. Uh, the Cobbler wasn't great either. 
how he made that when not trying to make it on uh, awful on purpose. Well, that one wasn't his. The other two, he like had a part in that one. Somebody else wrote. Yeah, article. and then of course Jack and Jill uh, is up there with, that's, with that's some of the worst really, stuff that really uh, bad movies done. Uh, so he wants his nomination. Maybe he'll get it. He's been nominated before. Punch Drunk Love. Yeah, uh, he's, he's actually made better at sticking with some of the dramatic stuff. He's days. really good when he wants yeah. to be. But also, I mean, they're throwing a bunch of money for him and his friends to make movies in, like, Hawaii. How do you say no to that, right? You're right. You know, you're right about that. I, why can't we have that? Uh, we don't have a Netflix. We'd uh, love to do a radio show. I'll, I'll do it in Hawaii just for you, Nick. Oh, even though you hate Hawaii? Yeah, you know? just for you That's so nice. that you can go and have some relaxed time on the beach. Thanks, man. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We'll wrap up the show here next on the x Rock. It's Papa Roach Come around Here on the morning after With Nick and Big J At 100.3 The X Rocks It's a great way for us To wrap up this Thursday show On this fifth day of December Thank you for joining us We told you to get off your duffs And go check out A little movie called Knives Out During the course Of the show today Did not get a chance To qualify somebody For the 12 Guitars of Xmas But fret not Three more chances Before the end of the day For somebody else To jump on that list Before the very first giveaway Of the first three guitars Tomorrow evening With Randy here on the X Big J told you a little bit About uh, the GTA streaming online The fact that Battlefield 2 Isn't done updating yet And all sorts of cool stuff Battlefront What did I say Battlefield? Yes Battlefront Uh, All sorts of cool stuff in Nerd Alert today as well, so it was a nice, solid Thursday show. Big J, that leaves you with the floor, sir. Yeah, I would say that both you and I need a new endorsement for uh, physical therapy of some sort, (laughs) uh, as you now have a back issue that... Just sitting down, fatty. No, I was was already seated, and I laughed. I laughed, and I felt a pop in my back. And I woke up today, and I was like, hey, that was not a good pop. Something has gone awry. Yeah, I hope that wasn't like a spine sack because you have 24 stop, hours left to stop live. Stop saying, stop saying, stop talking. You have 24 hours left to I live. I don't, I don't need, I don't need. What are you going to do with it? Big J WebMD. Uh, I'll probably just watch like The Mandalorian. Uh, and You're of not going to make it. <laughs> wait, what do you mean? They're, they're only 40 minutes long. I'll be fine. You're right. Am I bad on my timing again? Uh, Big J, my own personal WebMD. I appreciate that. I'm going to die. Uh, but also, uh, don't forget tomorrow on the show, we will have another opportunity for a life lesson. Big J is going on vacation next week, so uh, we'll get the short timer version of him on top of that. Plus, it's been uh, happening all this week. Another chance uh, for Hell Yeah tickets and Static X tickets. Next set of X Rock brought to you by GoTeamSaveMoney.com and Team Mazda Subaru. Jason Drew's up next. We'll see you tomorrow. See X Rock.